I, I'm an inventor. You're not an inventor. I have a million ideas for things. But that doesn't mean you're an I inventor. Just I, I just don't know how to implement it. You're an idea man. I'm an, I'm idea, looking... I'm an idea man who comes up with inventions. Hello and welcome to another episode of Here's My Idea. I'm Brian One. Well, I'm Brian Two. And we are lucky today because we have a great guest who we'll get to in just a second. But before we do, let's take care of some business, Brian. I'm excited because I know you're going to tell me we got the triple digits last week. Tell me, Brian, too. We got the triple digits last week. Do we actually? Wait, do we actually? No, we didn't get the triple digits last week. I, you got me. I didn't think we did, but I got all excited when you just said that. So, folks, folks at home, Brian, guys, we need to get to triple digits on one of these episodes. So here's what you're going to do. Take just this one. Send it, put it as your Facebook status, send it to your parents, your grandparents, have them put it on loop in the background. We're a great podcast to go to sleep to, folks. You put it on, you put, you you know, you put the volume at one or two. It's like white noise, literally. We're a couple white folks here. So it's all white noise. I've been told we have like the Morgan Freeman of voices. Speaking of white noise, uh, (laughs) I've been told that too. Um, So send it around. Get it popular. Turn it on when you go to work. Leave it on all day. I want triple digits. What would, what would you do if we got triple digits? Would, would you do anything to like motivate the people? I'm not just saying this. I would do almost anything if we got to a triple digit episode. I can't think of many things I wouldn't do. What would you do for a Klondike bar, right? <laughs> Tell me about it. I'd eat 100 Klondike bars during an episode if we got to triple digits. I'd do something. Do you know how many calories are in a Klondike bar? It's crazy. It's like one of the highest, one of the highest. You and your brother, you and your brother have this thing about how Klondike bars are sneaky some tremendous number of calories. They're not that many calories. You've always told me this thing about how the Klondike bars are like insane numbers of calories. It's pretty crazy. How much, how many calories do you think? I'm going to look it up right now. How many calories do you think are in a Klondike bar? I'm going to look it up right now. 230 calories, Brian. What are like the fat and everything? Well, I'm not saying they're healthy, but you said calories. All right. So anyways, I would do, I would do almost anything. So here's what I want. Here's what I think. That if, I can't think of anything too great. I need 100 contact bars, but that doesn't really sound that fun for me. Send in suggestions, Brian, guys. If, I, if we get 100 listeners, if we get 100 listeners on an episode. We'll, announce, that, we'll announce next week what, what, what Brian will do. That's right. We're going to announce it next week. What I'll do. And I'm glad we, oh, and how are they going to send in the suggestions, Brian? How can they send them in? They'll DM us on Instagram at Here's My Idea Podcast. I talked over you. What's our Instagram account? Here's My Idea Podcast. Great. Or they can also Snapchat us. And where can they Snapchat us, Brian, too? Bellberg10. That's right. My personal Snapchat, Bellberg10. Send them in pictures, snap messages. (laughs) The bright guys have been blowing up my phone. So keep keep that coming. With our good friend, what was his name last week? John Everclap the third. How could you? Oh forget? yeah, how could I forget him? How could you he's forget? A, he's a, such a good friend. He's, he's, he's a great, a great pal, you could say. Folks, there have been no substances consumed before this podcast. I promise. We are just in a particularly tremendous mood. And some people might wonder why we haven't gotten to triple digits yet. <laughs> Not me. I'm I'm shocked every day. But I'm glad we were talking about Klondike bars. We were talking about food because that is our topic for today. We are joined by Professor Noah Rosen of 
food and retail science at the University of Delaware, go fighting hens, and author of the bestseller, Grocer, I Hardly Know Her, on the New York Times bestseller list, available on Amazon, and rubber books are sold. <laughs> and if you're a great coffee table book, people. Great coffee table book. And if you are interested in buying Grocer, I Hardly Know Her, by Professor <laughs> Noah Rosen, I strongly suggest you do it at the Strand Bookstore in Manhattan. They're almost going out of business, the classic bookstore. So go to thestrandbooks.com. They're our sponsor for the week. One of New York's last great local bookstores, an institution, the Strand. But Noah, Professor Rosen, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me, Brian and Brian. Glad to have you. Glad to see you got a new uh, PhD since the last time we (laughs) saw you. Wrote another book on the same topic. You're you're like that person who writes those books about like you are a badass every day. It's like the same title. You just (laughs) take different topics. So yeah, grocer I hardly know her, and I understand in grocer I hardly know her. You have a tremendous idea. So Professor Rosen, what do you got for us today? All right, here's my idea: themed grocery stores, but not just your regular old put up a sign here or there. I'm talking animatronic animals. Whatever happened to the Rainforest Cafe and why do we not have the Rainforest grocery store? Consuming animals that live in the rainforest because I believe that most of them are endangered species. No real animals are harmed in the making of these grocery stores. But instead- Think of it as an adult rainforest cafe, a Chuck E. Cheese, if you will. There are animatronic animals throughout the grocery store, and it helps set a little bit of an ambiance. You'll hear the sights, you know, the the sights, the sounds, the smells of nature while you shop for your food. Helps you connect with where your food comes from. Brian, two immediate reactions. Well, I just want to know what you're picturing here. Like, is it like a theme park kind of where it's just, it's just animal robots everywhere and you're walking down the aisles and a banana, uh, a monkey's like, try these bananas. But he's going like, ooh, ah, ah. Well, first of all, uh, Brian, monkeys do not speak English. Uh, They might sign at you depending, but they they do not speak English. Um, She's not an expert in her field for nothing, folks. These grocery stores would help connect you to nature more. So for example, you are in the produce aisle and it's a little darker than your usual fluorescent grocery store. You might hear some crickets, you might hear running water. In near the fruits and vegetables, you might have a monkey animatronic that occasionally moves as you walk by. It's not throwing bananas at you, it's not talking, it's just there. But it's as a whole, the grocery store would have a theme. It helps create loyalty to the store. You might prefer the rainforest grocer to the safari grocer, for example. Different experiences, different ambiances, a different kind of feel. Well, I think, I think that's something that would be fun just right off the bat when I hear rainforest is if you're trying to get, like, apples or something, you pick it off of a tree. Love it. Brilliant. Love Perfect. It. It might rain in the grocery store. You never know. I think you're describing a farmer's market. Kind of, but farmer's markets rarely have a hippopotamus. 
Now would you I've have? I've yet to go to. Now one. would you have like an animatronic like cow or chicken right next to the meat section? So you have to look right. look them in the eye when you're gonna go buy some meat. Because that's what I was thinking. I feel like you're saying it would connect you, but I think that, you know, try to cut down on the red meat. But I feel like if I'm buying a pound of beef and there's a cow right there, it might make me think twice. I feel like the grocery store wouldn't necessarily like that. Well, each grocery store isn't about placing animals in the area that they might fit best. It is about cultivating a theme and an experience. So, for example, one of... Our, our test run uh, that we created out in Data California, um, we started a small grocery store on the dinosaur theme. So it has di- different dinosaurs spread throughout. Okay. There's no, there's no cow confronting you when you go to get, get beef. There might be a pterodactyl, for example. You're not eating a pterodactyl. So I have, I have two, two, two follow-ups here. The first is, it doesn't seem like there's really any connection, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like there's much of a connection between the fact that it's a grocery store and the fact that we have animals there. It just kind of seems like you like animatronic animals. Like, like for example, this idea could, it seems like, be equally applied to a sporting goods store where there were just animals <laughs> wandering around. Because there's not, it's not like, the animals that you're eating are the same <laughs> animals that are there. Well, to speak on Noah, I know she really enjoys gro- going grocery shopping. So maybe that's part of it or something. <laughs> Studies show consistently that people are missing animals from their grocery shopping experience. Grocery stores have become an errand, a chore that one must do. This would turn it into an experience. It is like attending a theme park or a themed restaurant. Okay, so now I think we're maybe getting somewhere. Because now it's, if it's a themed restaurant, every restaurant could have a, a wildly different theme. You could have the, like you could have like a sports themed restaurant. And then, you know, you're really hitting a home run with these papayas. <laughs> okay, but it could be. God, I love those papayas. <laughs> they have the best papayas in the city. You know, or something, you know, this baguette. This baguette is real it's a real slam dunk. Uh, so, you know, things like that. It could be, they could be themed anything, right? And that's kind of, that's kind of fun. I guess there's something there to that. I guess. I mean, personally, I go to grocery stores. And I just have my headphones in, listen to my podcast. Here's my idea, you know, trying to get the numbers up. And I'm going through, I'm just going down each aisle. I'm just trying to get in and out as quickly as possible. I was once told that I grocery shopped like a serial killer. So because I would buy the exact same things in the exact same quantities every week at the same store. That's what I do too. Great minds. But I think everyone shops like that. Nobody goes crazy every week. Well, I really enjoy like what grocery stores now have to do because of COVID. We just, everyone has to go down the, all the aisles. Cause that's what I do. I just go down each aisle and just grab the stuff down the aisle. And when I, by the time I get to the end of the grocery store, I'm done. This is about changing the culture around grocery shopping. It's you not wrote- an errand, it's an experience. It's, it's like, go, remember going to the Rainforest Cafe as a child? I do, loved it. The food is themed. The, there's ambiance, there's those creepy animal sounds. Sometimes on different cues, the animals will all wake up and the elephants are doing their thing and the monkeys are oo-ooing. And it's kind of scary. And I want to bring that to the grocery store. All right, I think... 
Let me, let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Let's stick with the rainforest theme. Mm-hmm. What are the, what are the shopping carts going to be? Because they can't be normal shopping carts if it's themed. That's an interesting question. Is um, it like a uh, like a little basket made of leaves and twigs or something? It could be. It could be shaped like an animal. It could be. You could put a little 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 animal on it. I was thinking it could have things on the sides that made it look like an RV, like a safari vehicle almost. Well, that would be for the safari like grocery store. True. What about this? This is kind of, so this, I have two sort of two thoughts here. First of all, what if we take the idea and you almost, there's almost like a, it kind of goes along with your idea, right? There's almost like a story with each section. So like, you know, you are now entering the, the poultry palace or whatever. And it's like, you know, now you sort of go in and there's like little, it's almost kind of a Disney, Disney it up a little bit. There's like a story, like there once was a fairy who planted all these chickens here a billion years ago. That's why you get to eat them. I don't know, something. You know, there's a little story that maybe goes along with it. That was one of my ideas. And then second, what if we could try to like game it up a little bit, supermarket sweep style, where like, I don't really know. We're almost, I was thinking about hunting. And what if we could somehow make it like a scavenger hunt for like real, for like some, maybe a, a, a ticket for free groceries or something could be in there too. Cause you're talking about making an experience. I'm thinking about other ways to do that. And maybe that took us off topic too much, but. I think you're making it a little too game showy. I like where you're going. Thank you. I think we're going too far. I'm, I, I, I want it to be the thrill of going to Disney world, but you're at a grocery store. You're just picking up some frozen pizza for the week. Now, would the food in the grocery store be associated somehow with the food of that part of the world? For example, the rainforest section, Brazil, I know has like, you know, I think the world's biggest rainforest. Would there maybe be some food that is maybe more Brazilian? Maybe the chicken is next to other ingredients that you would need to make a traditional Brazilian dish. It could be if that's what our shoppers are looking for. I'm not sure our shoppers are as cultured and interested in other cultures as they are in animatronic animals. Uh, This is America, don't forget. Um, I do think the grocery store should include its own themed line of food. So at the dinosaur grocery store, it would have just dino-shaped nuggets. Maybe dino gummies. It would have pterodactyl wings instead of chicken wings. It would have kind of a, a whimsical element to it. I had a. I had How a, are you going to get the pterodactyl wings? Because my understanding is they are extinct. Well, the, it's chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Gotcha. Makes sense. Got it. <laughs> Just to clarify. Um, I, I had a thought, kind of going off of Brian One's thing of the Brazil. What if we kind of did like an Epcot thing where like you're around the world, where you go into this grocery store and every single section of the grocery store is just around the world and they have the different kind of foods you would get. Right. We could have it almost, it could almost be like, you go to the French set, like every sort of section maybe has the same sort of essentials but they can rotate it every week with different recipes, right? So like you walk in, you go to the French section. So they have 
the, all of the ingredients. Like, baguettes, you know, like. They have that stuff, but then they also have like chicken and, and some spices and some other things that you're going to use to make a traditional French dinner. Then the next week, it's a different traditional French dinner. Do and then you, you go to the different, you know, you go to the German section, the, you know, whatever, the. Bratwurst. Yeah, you get a bratwurst there. You go to the Chinese section. There's the same thing. There's ingredients and spices you could need. You, you would want to make a dish traditional to that country. Yeah, I like this. And, they, and they rotate it every week. So now it's different dishes. You know, so each week you can see what they have in the French section, what they have in the Chinese section, the German section. I think it's a great idea in theory, but in practice, it will get a little reductive of people's cultures. Um, probably very quickly one problem at a time no one problem at a time what if we solved that problem by having animatronic gorillas roam every land Uh, i meant less with the animatronic animals as with the nations and cultures you choose to represent in the store might end up getting very exclusive True. I think that we'd have to do a Disney World style and have the people who work at the grocery store, we'd have to hire from every place in every country and let them design it and they could pick the meals and stuff themselves. And we'll have our own grocery store embassy. You know, we'll just have one person for every country. That's what we'll I'm saying. Grocery store. Yeah, exactly. That sounds be- like you're going to have a lot of employees at this grocery store. Oh, and what about this? People always say, Noah, sorry, Professor Rosen, I shouldn't be calling you Noah because it sounds actually okay. Dr. Rosen. Dr. Rosen. I apologize. Listen, you say Dr. Rosen, but did you bring your transcripts from, uh, from your PhD program with you today? I did, yes. I always carry those on here. Can you show them to Brian, too? There's nothing here, Brian. <laughs> there's nothing there. She's a fraud. Gotcha. Boom. Gotcha. Oh God, not the gotcha dancers. What I was thinking is, uh, Dr. Rose, I think you'll appreciate this, that people often talk about cities like New York, um, or I, w- I was thinking New York more so than Boston as being such a diverse place. But of course, over time, each individual neighborhood ends up not being that diverse. But this grocery store, there would be inherent diversity in there because we would be hiring people from all over the world to come to this grocery store and, and set up the menus and the recipes for each country. And so it would almost be our own little, and here's, Here's the name of the grocery store. I'm ready. The melting pot. Mm. Not the United Portions. Also strong. Also strong. There's not a restaurant already like the melting pot, is it? There's a restaurant called the melting pot, but that's fondue. This is the metaphor here is more about America being the melting pot. I still think you can't get hundreds of representatives working in each grocery store. You would have to have a warehouse you would you, there's no way you could represent but why would they all be working in the grocery store this is like like you have representatives as just employees right at like the corporate level and then you have whatever employees at, at but you the... still cannot stock all of this food in a single grocery store i think we could I think you have like a rotation rotating base i don't think like... of which cultures you choose to represent yeah so like one week you'll have chinese food but 
you won't have anything representing Japan or Korea or Thailand or Vietnam, Cambodia. Like you just won't represent those Asian countries and cultures and foods. Maybe not that week, but then the next week we would just have, you know, Cambodia. Yeah. And then there'll be nothing Chinese. Or maybe we could have, or maybe we could pick a couple and we could rotate them every couple months, you know? I was thinking like you have like three or four staples and then like the rest just rotate. Got it. Maybe we could have one for each continent. Hmm? But, but I think the staples, you don't really know until you get sales numbers and you see what people want the most. And That's you true. get those staples and then after that, the rest of them you just rotate around. When I go to a grocery store, I expect certain things to be there. And if you're not... But we're kind of a niche grocery store. We're not... We're not, staples. we're not your Whole Foods. We're not your, we're not your grocery store you go to for your, for your essentials. We're like a, you go and you get a couple, almost like a meal prep grocery store. You go and you get all the things you need for like two dinners during the week. And then you can experience, ooh, we had Ethiopian tonight. We had... What uh, if instead of having a building and making this a grocery store, you just made it a meal kit service? Hmm. Not bad. Sounds like you just want to do a HelloFresh, but for different. I've cultures. never heard a good thing about any of the HelloFreshes, though. HelloFresh, sponsor us. Hello, <laughs> And then you will hear a lot of good things about it. Only good things here. I think you're, you've changed it from a themed grocery store to just having recipes that you go in on an end cap, and it's like, Chinese meal of the week buy these ingredients let's go back to let's go back to the themed grocery store personally i don't feel like having a themed grocery store is going to make me inclined to go there instead of going to stop and shop or trader joe's that's a fair argument but you are shopping for a single adult household what if you had to bring three children with you to the grocery store would they want to go to stop and shop or would they want to go to the place where there's a buffalo that sounds way more fun. That's a great point, Dr. Rosen. Sorry. But then I'm going to the grocery store with my kids, right? I'm finishing all the food. The kids really want to hang out at the grocery store now. I have all those frozen food. It's melting. What do I do? Ice cream's melting, Noah. There's it's no- melting. First of all. Hashtag save the ice cream. Get it trending, bro, guys. Yes, the ice cream is melting very quickly, and it's going to affect us all. But... I do think that children won't want to play in the grocery store. There, there are no games. There's no toys. It's, not, it's just more to look at, more to engage with. There might be photo opportunities and maybe the place you want to buy a T-shirt. You want to represent your grocery store. You might feel more loyalty towards one than another because of the way it makes you feel, the memories you have associated with it. So, so then I think we can go back to what I said, but we can expand it outside of animals, perhaps. So you can have a Planet Hollywood-themed restu- uh, grocery store. Yeah, if you can make it fit, it could be anything. There you go. It, it's, this, it's about the sights and the sound. So maybe it is a baseball stadium experience. That would be pretty where you, you know, there's different stands. They might have a fun popcorn stand in the thing where they make custom popcorn. Or interesting different kinds of I don't know sausages like at a hot dog place they might it might be a little different you might hear sports talk in the background you might hear the announcer just something to keep it interesting spice it up a bit I think the only thing I really want from a themed grocery store or from any grocery store is free samples 
Not a lot of grocery stores have free samples, and that's what I really want. I agree. Free samples are the greatest part. Love a free sample. What's the yeah. max number of free samples you think you've, you've gotten? I get from one like stand. Yeah, from one stand. Three. Yeah, three. That's where I was gonna go. Seven. Seven. I don't know. <laughs> Why not? If you're hungry, go back for more. They're not. There's no rules. True. Costco is very generous with the samples. They just let them fly. Yeah, love Costco. Costco sponsor us. All right, Brian. Brian, too. You want to summarize tonight's episode? Yeah, I guess I'll summarize. I. I really don't know where to go with this summary because we kind of went off the rails i feel like noah had one idea we kind of brought another idea neither of us kind of agreed with the other side and that was about it well good news brian because i know a group of people who loves to settle an argument and that is the bra guys so bra guys hit us up on the instagram what's that instagram here's my idea podcast that's right. And snap us. What's the Snapchat? Bellberg10. That's right. Bellberg10. Here's my idea podcast. Hit us up. Let us know what you thought of the episode. Dr. Rosen, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. Get her book. <laughs> I was going to invite you to our grocery store opening uh, coming next month. I'm very <laughs> excited. It is the American West themed grocery store. Going to be in Pasadena, California, you guys. Really excited to have you there. Great. Fly us out. First class. We will be there with bells on. Right. Yeah. Our first road show. Woo. That's right. And get Dr. Rosen's book, Grocer. I hardly know. Hit the streets. That's right. Hit the streets. Take it to the streets. Bro, guys. See us out there. And get Dr. Rosen's book, Grocer. I hardly know her. Um, wherever books are sold, but get it at the Strand Bookstore. All right. Brian, too. I'll see you. See ya. Brian.